What's going on, everybody? This is Tanner from TamanBaseballFan.com. Uh, I have a special guest with me here, and it is my 18-year-old giant son, Atticus. Say hi, Atticus. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, comrade. <laughs> you can tell, obviously, he's uh, he's got like a much deeper voice than me. He is six foot six. He's got four inches on me. And uh, what size shoe do you wear? Fourteen. S- size fourteen? Are you sure? Yes. I thought you wore like size 24 or something. Anyways, yeah. he, he's got me beat there also. In fact, we went to uh, Canseco's house. Uh, Jose had him uh, measure his uh, feet and they go, and he said, man, you're going to be a giant. And he goes, yeah, that or I have hobbit feet. I think I remember Atticus saying that. You remember that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, so, hey, yeah, let's start off. So first of all, I wanted to do this uh, little podcast just to kind of find out. Nothing is scripted here. I don't have any idea what questions I'm going to oh, ask. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. I, yeah, I just don't know what we're going to do here. I just thought this would be kind of fun. Um, but uh, So, I guess let's start with the Conseco trip. What do you remember about that trip? We went to Legoland. Yes, we went to Legoland. <laughs> I don't think a whole lot of people really care much about that part. <laughs> what about Jose's house? Um, honestly, it was pretty interesting. Like... Uh, just the fact, like, mind you, I don't have some deep spiritual connection to Jose Canseco like you do, but <laughs> it was it was an interesting experience being able to meet an actual, like, sports superstar in person, and he seemed like a really nice guy, honestly. Who would you equate, uh, like, so you know he was like my childhood hero, who would you equate uh, that to be your childhood hero, aside from me, of course, you know, but like, who, <laughs> who, who would be your childhood hero, would you say? I'd say George Lucas. George Lucas. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so for those of y'all who don't know, I, I mean, I know I've said this a number of times to y'all outside uh, uh, this podcast and in this podcast, but Atticus is like the biggest Star Wars fan you'll ever meet. Um, but uh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So do you think that you would have that as like a bucket list item for when you get older to maybe meet him at some point? Oh uh, man, that'd be awesome. So what would you do? Would you have him sign things or like what would the dream day be there for you? I didn't put that much thought into it. <laughs> like, hey. Yeah. No, I, I get it. I get it. I, I think it'd be cool to be able to, uh, you probably, I imagine you probably come up with a bunch of questions that you'd ask him about the oh, movies. Yeah, of course. Like, hey, what do you mean? Like, what this guy say when he was, you know, riding this TIE fighter? I don't really know what I'm talking about. Uh, so, like, I'm not a massive uh, Star Wars fan. Uh, I am a Star Wars fan basically because Atticus is. But, yeah, he's a baseball geek. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely a baseball geek. So, anyway, so, uh, but yeah, so we went out there and, and you uh, you got to feed his animals with mom, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, so that was cool. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I really like the dogs and the tortoises. Those are great. Do you remember their names or anything at all? Nope. But I remember that there were animals and I was happy. Yeah, I can't I can't remember their names either. I just uh uh on my wall in my office I've got a picture of you. I think you're probably oh, how old were you then? Like thirteen? Thirteen, fourteen ish. Yeah, like and you're like uh crouching down with one of the tortoises and I know uh Jose and Layla had painted the shells mm-hmm. of the tortoises and they got a lot of uh blowback on that. Do you remember that? Yeah, there was this whole back and forth on Twitter, if I remember correctly, about people saying, you're suffocating them, and then she's like, it's animal safe uh, nail polish, but it, it was weird. Yeah, I think uh, Jose and Layla told us also that uh, um, somebody stole one of their tortoises. Like, they actually had, like, signs around their neighborhood, 
saying missing, you know, tortoise or something. So it was pretty, uh, pretty crazy. But, um, so aside from feeding their animals, what would you say was like the best part of that, uh, of that time there at Jose's house? Um, honestly, personally, I enjoyed, uh, watching him play. What was it again? Blackjack or something against him? I forgot what it was. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. I remember he wanted to play poker. I was like, oh, I don't remember how to play poker. And he was actually, yeah, uh, Jose was not too happy about that because he wanted to play poker. I put down the uh, royal flush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know how to do that. Uh, so anyways, it was, it was fun. It was fun. So, uh, so I guess moving away from that, and by the way, gosh, I mean, yeah, that's kind of like a once in a lifetime thing. I'm super happy about that. Actually, interestingly enough, uh, I was talking to Carlos uh, the other day, and, and so for those of you all who don't know who Carlos is, he's close friends with Jose, and uh, he's also his uh, uh, batting practice pitcher. So it's kind of fun to be able to talk to him and get some insight and some, the inside track and that sort of thing. So, uh, so Carlos and I were talking, uh, you know, a couple days ago, just how things are going, and um, and he told me how he had uh, shown Jose one of. Uh, the pieces that I created for Carlos and uh, he, Carlos had Jose sign it and he goes, and Jose immediately said that, Oh man, this is beautiful. Who did this? And Carlos is like, yeah, this is one of Tanner's pieces. And Jose told Carlos, Oh man, I should have known he does the best stuff ever. <laughs> and so like uh, every like guys, like that's like my childhood hero saying that about me. So I, I love that stuff. But, and also by the way, uh, Jose reached out to me a couple weeks ago, checking in, seeing how things were with the family and everything. So it's always nice to, always nice to hear from him. Just, uh, he's such a nice guy. He gets a lot of flack online, but, um, anyway, so moving away from, uh, from that whole deal, uh, Atticus, I'm going to ask you, what are like, uh, what are some of your earliest memories of baseball cards or baseball card shows? We have a lot of history in baseball card shows also. Okay. I loved getting the hot dogs and fudge at the baseball card shows. Those were amazing. But uh, besides that, I remember I remember being young enough to where my legs would hurt walking around <laughs> that much. Yep. But, uh, like I remember going to different tables and being like, "Whoa, these are cool!" And you're like, "Yeah, that's uh, that's five thousand dollars right there." No. <laughs> and I'd always hunt down like the Star Wars stuff uh, at all those shows. Oh, I remember that. So we also like what. So you got a hot dog and fudge like every time we went there. And a Fanta Orange. And a Fanta Orange. That's what it was. That's what I was going to ask you is what the what the drink was. Uh-huh. Um, man, such a good time. So I remember you also brought like uh, some, uh, uh, like a video game, like a handheld video game a lot of times, right? No. Uh, half the time I remember I'd bring my iPod. The other half of the time, I'd bring like some like leapfrog edutainment games or whatever. Man, that was years ago. How crazy! I do remember this one time uh, when I was walking in a card show, and this dad was taking his son, and the dad was just exasperated. He and he looks at me. He's like, "I can't believe I have to bring my kid to this." Ugh. And I go, oh my gosh, are you kidding? This is like Disneyland for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, you gotta love bringing your kid to this. But anyway, so we are going to put a stop on this or pause on this podcast right now because we are going to hop into the grocery store and we will be back. So s- stay tuned. Snack uh, and other things. <laughs> okay, and we are back uh, in the car driving to our next destination. I think we're going to go to an auto parts store next. Uh, 
So uh, back to the card show circuit. How many times would you say that uh, you've gone with me, Atticus? Multiple. Yeah, there's got to be like, would you say ten times? Ten, maybe more. Yeah, it's it's been a while because like I haven't been to a card show. I mean, we used to go like once or twice a year, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, every uh, January and June, I think, if I remember correctly. Or uh, there's a TriStar show here, and I mean, gosh, I went with. Uh, my dad one time hmm. when we were here when I was 13 years old so that was kind of a I remember he came with us one year really tell me about that because I my memory's foggy on that tell me um, I'm trying to remember what happened but uh, all I remember is he came he loved the food because it's <laughs> our family yes. um, and uh, I remember that was the year that I got one of those a uh, Star Wars The Force Unleashed uh, miniature character or something rather okay so that was cool. Yeah, it's it's fun uh, thinking about him coming with us. Like I couldn't imagine. Like he he passed away a little over two years ago now. But um, and gosh, we missed the heck out of that guy. But uh, but it's, it's crazy to think that he was well enough back then to actually walk around on something like that. You know, I mean, gosh. So was he? Um, he was looking at the cards also. I'd imagine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> not giving them quite the scrutiny that you would, but uh, yeah, he was looking at them. I'll tell you one thing that I, I, you know, every time I get like a new card, that's like a really good one, like an old one, like let's say a Babe Ruth or Sheila Joe Jackson. I always wish, man, I wish I could show him this card and see what he thinks, you know, because he obviously wasn't really big into cards, but um, you know, he he loved cards also. Like he collected with me when I was growing up, so. Um, but anyway, so so the uh, card show, there was one other thing. I think you got a basketball pack one time. And you got a game use card, right? Oh, yeah. I think I saw that card. Yeah, I think you do. Uh, it was, what was it? It was like a Lakers or something like that. I can't remember. I think it was a Lakers card. It was like a bazooka mm -hmm. card with a uh, where the cutout was like a star. Yes. I think, and there was like a little bit of yellow jersey. And mm -hmm. um, so if you remember... I actually did a custom of Canseco that was based off that card. Do you remember that? Vaguely. I'll have to post that up on uh, social media for everybody later today or something if I remember. But uh, but yeah, it was such like a, a good design. Like I, I love Bazooka and I think I did a, uh, a custom where everything was, uh, you know, basically kind of branded to me instead, you know, kind of a fun thing. So man, this traffic's crazy. Um, anyways, but yeah, it was, it was fun. Um, so as far as the, as far as cards go, do you remember, I'll tell you one thing that was kind of fun that I remember is, do you remember opening up cards with me on YouTube? Um, yes. I remember that I wasn't all too interested in it, but yes. <laughs> yeah. I remember, Hey, I think it would be great, great idea if I get a, you know, I don't know how old you are, like maybe nine or 10. Uh, to sit on my lap and we uh, will open some packs together and uh, that was that was fun I remember you were uh, more interested in goofing off on camera than uh, than anything oh, yeah. <laughs> and I still have that video uh, on YouTube I think by the way uh, youtube.com forward slash Sandman baseball fan uh, from probably a decade ago or so I don't know like it was a long time ago I actually just ran across it recently uh, it, was, it was fun. It was fun to be able to see that, though. Like, you're, it was a time when your voice was actually higher than mine. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Ago. Many, many moons ago. Um, 
But anyway, so what other, uh, do you have any memories of me getting cards in or showing you cards when we're at home or anything or what? There was a lot of that. Because <laughs> it still goes on every day basically now, yeah, right? Basically, yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing sticks out though? Honestly, it's one of those things that's just so common that it's hard to remember everything. Yeah, no, I understand. I get that. Uh, so let me ask you about uh, about collecting. Have you uh, uh, have you ever considered? Because you have some baseball cards. Yeah. Yeah. So have you ever? Uh, what stopped you from collecting baseball cards and instead you got into you know some other cards instead, right? Um. I mean, I didn't really have any like personal connection to the sport really like I never played I never watched all that much like it's entertaining but it's not something that I just loved but um for me I started collecting like say Pokemon cards because like I play Pokemon um I collect like say Star Wars cards because that's a franchise that I'm completely in love with but um honestly the reason why is probably because I didn't really know all that much about it. Like, it wasn't, it's not that I wasn't interested, it's just that I didn't have the knowledge of like, oh, this is a cool card. I was just like, oh, I don't, I don't know which ones are supposed to be cool. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. I think, I think uh, in our childhood, uh, something kind of has to imprint upon you. Uh, like baseball did to me, Star Wars did to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and when there's a collectible that's attached to it, I think there's a gene that certain people carry <laughs> about wanting to collect things. I think that's, uh, our family has that for sure. Yep. Um, but, uh, so, well, let's talk about some of your, uh, your other, uh, uh, collect, uh, collections. Like, you know, you're not really a heavy collector of anything though, but like what, uh, so what do you enjoy collecting? Um, that's a good question. Personally, I've enjoyed uh, collecting, like, um, like uh, playing cards, like, uh, like different uh, styles of playing cards. Like, I don't have all too many of them, but uh, for instance, I have a uh, Fibonacci style, uh, Fib- two Fibonacci style jokers for like a casino deck. I have uh, several different, like, just interesting designs of decks and stuff. I've enjoyed that. I also enjoy uh, collecting like the. Uh, there was a Star Wars knockoff of um, Magic the Gathering a while ago that came out. I enjoy collecting those, too. Okay. And uh, there's also, for a while, you're collecting some rocks, too, right? Yes, I love rocks. Yeah. Well, what do you think about them now? Are they, have they just gone by the wayside, or do you still have love for them? I'm less interested in just grabbing every rock I see. I'm more interested in the, like, uh, actual molecular... Uh, makeup of the rocks so okay okay it's harder to get my hands on rocks that interest me nowadays yeah well okay so and this is another interesting question i have for you so uh you know you're you're obviously around teenagers and you know your friends are teenagers just like you are uh do you get the feeling that the majority of them do not collect and they're more into like social media and stuff or like what like social media Okay, so like, what do they do? Like, what what's their? Is does any of them collect anything? I know the answer to one of them, which is, you know, he's oh, definitely gosh. gonna <laughs> gonna so, make uh, an appearance here. But uh, one of my buddies collects fountain pens, yes. which I find amusing. But 
he'll go on for hours about different types of pins, different inks, and there's only one pin that stuck out to me from that he's been talking about. It's called the Rising Dragon. It has a uh, it has a sort of like, if I recall correctly, has a lacquer coating on it over a. Uh, it's a handcrafted Japanese fountain pen with a, uh, if I remember correctly, it's a green, like, jade dragon design under it, and it has a thick coat of lacquer, and the idea is the more you use it, the more the lacquer wears away, and the more vibrant the dragon becomes, which is why it's given the name the Rising Dragon, but just things like that. It's interesting whenever you find a niche like this that just someone's collecting, and you're like, oh, I had no idea that that was a thing. Had no idea that was a thing. Like who collects pins? And let me tell you. So let's let's name drop him here. His name is Josh. What's his uh, What's his Instagram handle? Do you know? Uh, it's uh, nibbed in the bud. Nibbed in the bud. So check him out if you're uh, for all of you uh, pen aficionados out there. Um, I've enjoyed talking to, to Josh and, and uh, seeing his collection and stuff. He's he is wild about these pens, guys. Like he. He listens to like podcasts on pens daily, and with as wild as that sounds to you, possibly if somebody listening, like uh, that might be as wild as other people think about us, you know, listening to podcasts on baseball cards or whatever. But uh, it's it's been fun uh, listening to Josh talk about his collection, the passion. Like he just kind of he just kind of emanates this passion about pens, doesn't he? Like whenever you talk, like his eyes light up and everything. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. I love it. I appreciate that passion. I think anytime somebody is passionate about something, um, it's hard not to get like excited with them on some level. I mean, I, I don't really care too much about pens, but uh, but just like Atticus was was telling us about the uh, that one specific pen, you know, that's that's kind of fun to know that like the knowledge of a certain pen kind of transcended his little fandom of pens into like actual real life where other people know this type of pen that they're talking about, they think, hey, that's pretty cool. So, um, and that's actually a good segue uh, question. I wanna ask you, what baseball cards do I have that stick out to you? Ooh, all right, so. And you can describe them and I'll tell you what they are, I think. You don't have to say, oh, it's this, you know, red back, whatever. <laughs> I'd have to say the Billy Sunday. I'm not sure if you still have it, but it's uh, like a tobacco card or something. Yes, so it's a 1887 old judge Billy Sunday, and so why? So why is the Billy Sunday card? Why does that stick out to you? Um, probably just because that's like Billy Sunday is one of those people that like I learned about in school, and I was like, oh hey, Dad probably knows about this back then, and so I had a conversation with you about it, and you're like, oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> Um, but like, I just love history. So I guess the fact that it's like just a older card mixed with, uh, just like someone that I've actually learned about from a historical standpoint, um, uh, it just intrigues me. Yeah. So why don't you tell people about Billy Sunday? What, what did you learn about him? So it was less in the context of baseball and more in the context of, uh, what, type of person was this is a while ago mind you so I don't really remember too many details but what I do remember is that he was a uh, baseball player who um, was pretty good um, and 
I'm sorry, I'm having a brain fart right now. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he would, uh, if I recall correctly, he would go around preaching. Yep, he was uh, he was one of America's earliest uh, evangelists, and uh, you know, so that's the reason why that card's in my collection is uh, is I love his story. Like, I obviously, share a lot of uh, uh, you know commonalities with him. Uh, as far as his beliefs, you know, he's uh, he's a Christian, and uh, he actually, uh, if I remember correctly, he had like a life of hard drinking and stuff, like in partying. He was he was right there with Cap Anson and King Kelly and all that, and um, and he's just got such a great story. And he basically said, you know, I'm going to follow Jesus, and uh, uh, you know, did that, and it was really cool uh, to be able to uh, hear about this. I remember when I was a kid, I read a book about him, and it's funny because. If I remember correctly, it was called Billy Sunday Baseball Preacher, and the front cover had a card that looked like a 1956 Topps baseball card. I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. There's a there's a baseball or there's a preacher that has a baseball card. That's kind of neat. And I never really thought much about it until a couple years ago, and I don't remember exactly what made me search, but I go, huh. I got I got to look into this. Come to find out, he didn't play in 1956. Hmm. He played more in like 1886. So we're talking about let's see, 96, 06, uh, 16, 26, 36, 46. That's like 70 years before. Uh, here's a CVS we go into, by the way. Um, and uh, I go, holy cow! I love old Judge. So I found this card, and this card is perfect. It's like, I mean, not perfect in condition. It's like an SGC 1.5. <laughs> Far from perfect, but it is beautiful. Like the corners are the main thing. The the photography, the the clarity, the contrast, everything is just absolutely amazing. And the thing that I love so much about Old Judge, and I've told you about this before, also Atticus, um, is that when it comes to uh, Old Judge baseball cards, they would actually shoot those photos in studios. So they're inside, and they would pose. The, the players um, in front of a background, like an elaborate background, whether it be like in the forest or woods for some reason, or a baseball stadium. And so the Billy the Billy Sunday has a baseball stadium uh, background behind him, and he's posed to actually catch a ball barehanded. You can see the ball, and the ball is actually on a string suspended in air. So uh, all of that works so well for me. Like, I love that card so much. But um, we're going to put a pause on this. We're going to hop into CVS. So, uh, um, hey, let's let's do a little ad spot for CVS. Like, th- this, uh, this podcast has been brought to you by CVS. We're going inside and getting, what, some sort of ointment for Atticus's hand. So, <laughs> so hang on, guys. Okay, and we are back. Uh, it's probably been about an hour since we've uh, come back to this podcast. So, I think the last thing we were talking about was Billy Sunday in the card. So let me ask you, Atticus, one more thing. Like, uh, you know, as far as any other cards, are there any other cards that you can think of that I got uh, that either stuck out to you or that I got pumped up about so much that I told you about? Besides customs? Yeah, that's actually another, that's another thing to you. Or if there's any other, if there's any customs that stick out to you. I liked the Frank and Seiko one. The Frankenseiko, Jose Frankenseiko. That's right. He comes out every Halloween. <laughs> also, didn't you do? Uh, I'm trying to remember, wasn't it like a Homer, Homer Simpson one using some of your like junk mail uh, stuff? Yes, yes. I think like a year or two ago, maybe it was a year ago. Um, I took some like. What, so, what company was it that sent things? Was it Capital I don't know, One? Capital One, I think. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, 
we'll just stop the stoplight here. This give us a little more time. Uh, but it, yeah, so like I remember. Like breaking law. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and certainly don't record it, you know. But uh, but anyway, so uh, yeah, Capital One, I think it was, they sent uh, some advertisements or something with like really green, sparkly, and purple atomic refractor type of. Uh, uh, envelope material and so I was able to make a couple customs out of those that was fun that was fun I, I enjoy that stuff and so like you'll see me on social media every now and then posting pictures of like toothbrush boxes or toothpaste boxes and other shiny things I see at the store <laughs> from time to time and uh, I actually have had some people on social media offer to send me their junk mail so I could create some things yeah. so Y'all, please don't send me junk mail, okay? <laughs> I've got plenty of it, is it uh, enough as it is, so. Um, but, okay, what about, like, real cards? You got the Billy Sunday. Are there any Conseco cards that stick out or any old cards that stick out to you? All right, so there's one Conseco card. I don't know what it's called, but it's the one with the wood border, like the wood print border. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Rookie Cup card, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that was the very first card uh, that I ever pulled ever and have I uh, have I told you about that story yes okay well I'll tell the rest of the audience here also we got a couple more minutes till we uh, get home uh, yeah it was, it was uh, 1987 I think it was I was six or seven years old and we were visiting some family friends uh, and, like a couple hours away and the kid said hey dad can we please uh, go to the baseball card shop he goes, okay, sure. So we all went to the baseball card shop. I didn't know what baseball cards really were back then. And he said, uh, Dad, can I get a pack of 1987 tops? Okay, sure. Well, I wanted a pack of 1987 tops also. If he was going to get a pack of 87 tops, I didn't know what it was. So my parents said, okay, they buy me one. His parents buy him one. We go back to their house and we open up these packs. And so I'm opening up these cards and there's like this stick of bubble gum or something. I didn't know if it was like okay to put in your mouth or whatever. <laughs> but, uh, and, and that's actually something that's interesting. I'd love to hear from other people out there if uh, they remember how soft it was back then. Because <laughs> I, I don't remember. I just know that it's like toxic now. Um, <laughs> but, uh, anyway. Hey, don't lie. You've tried chewing one before. I, I have. I, I have too. It was nasty. Didn't we get mom to also? Yes. <laughs> it's like crunch, crunch, crunch. It's a little, little razor blade Pepto-Bismol flavor <laughs> razor blades uh, that's on your tongue. Uh, but anyway, so uh, so we open up our packs and and uh, the other kid gets uh, pulls this card, wood border, and it's got a rookie cup uh, logo. And the guy's name is Todd Worrell. And uh, so well, that's pretty cool. The other 14 cards didn't have that little rookie cup. That's got to be, you know, something. And so I opened up my pack, and I've got one that has a Rookie Cup logo, too. Like, it's pretty cool. What's this guy's name? I read it. It's like Jose Canseco? Something like that. I never heard of the guy before. And But the other kid did, apparently. He almost jumped out of his skin. And then he composed himself. And, hey, how about we trade Rookie Cup cards? And he was a uh, really, really really amped about this smooth possibly and I go I don't think that's such a good idea for me <laughs> so I go no I think I'm gonna keep it and so I ended up keeping the uh, the rookie cup Conseco card and uh, threw it in my drawer when I got home and you know a couple years later I got into baseball cards and later on I uh, I came across it again and you know the rest is history as, as they say so 
Uh, so, but yeah, I, I can understand why that card would stand out. That's his uh, most famous tops card ever. Uh, really? Yes, yes. That's the first card that I remember ever getting, so. You got one too? Yeah. Oh, is it me? Get, did I give you one? Probably. Okay, okay. Well, that's cool. So it's a, uh, so, so you. Uh, that one stood out to me for some reason. Like, I don't even remember any, like, story attached to it. It's just that I remember that as, like, the first card that I really remember getting because I liked it. So whenever you make us grandparents, you got to give your kid a, a 1987 top so they can take a rookie cup card. Sounds expensive. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's not really expensive at all. Unless it's great at PSA 10, I think they go for a little bit. But uh, did you know I actually have the original production uh, picture that they used? For real? Yep. Yeah, sure do. Um, it's from a guy that got a bunch of those types of things from somebody that actually worked at top. So not the actual photograph, but like they would print it and then use that uh, f to uh, produce the card. So hmm. I sure do. Anyways, okay, so I guess we're gonna wrap this up. So uh, Atticus, thank you for joining me. You have, uh, you have fun on this podcast? Yep. It's like, yeah, it's a blast, dad. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, thanks everybody for watching or listening, I guess you could say, and uh, hope you all have a great weekend.